listeners to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. I am your host, Chuck Peters, and we are recording this episode at the Music City Center in Nashville, Tennessee during our Etch Family Ministry Conference that's put on each October by Lifeway Kids and Lifeway Students together. And we love this opportunity to get together face-to-face with you uh, who, who use our resources and who are, who are working in kids' ministry and to come together with thought leaders uh, in kids' ministry and student ministry. And so today we are taking the opportunity to sit down with Dr. Karen Kenimer. Uh, she is professor at, a professor at Southwestern Seminary. She teaches childhood education at the graduate level and lives in Dallas. And so we're so thankful to have you here at Etch and on the podcast. So welcome. Thank you. Nice to be here. And so we will be talking today uh, with Dr. Kenimer about training and equipping preteens for leadership, service, and mission. So preteens, you know, they're, they have, they're ready to be geared up and poured into uh, so that they can serve. And so we're going to get into that. But first, we like to ask a few questions of our guests about what they were like when they were young. And so we like to call this Little You. So tell us, Karen, when you were young, did you have a favorite toy? Something that might have been a prized possession or something that was special to you. Oh uh, yeah. But and tell is, us what that was. This is going to show my age. You probably don't even know what this is, but I had a tippy toes baby doll. Okay. So was that one of the ones that kind of walked when you, yeah. On their tippy toes. Yeah. Okay. My, my knowledge of toys and uh, useless trivia is very it's deep. Very yeah, broad. Yeah. So tell Good. us about that. That was special to you special to me because I got it on Christmas from Santa Claus and my sister got one like it and we just had a great time. How fun. And so um, uh, speaking of Christmas, Uh did you have, aside from that, was there another Christmas as a kid that stood out to you where there was something special that you either gave or received? Uh, I, I can remember a special Christmas when I was sitting b- beside the Christmas tree and my dad and I were just talking. It didn't have anything to do about gifts. It had to do with everything. Uh, what he, We were just talking and he said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, I know what I don't want to be, a teacher and a nurse. Uh-huh. And now I'm a teacher. Uh, I'm a professor. So yes, interesting how God level. works. Yeah, yeah, well. Oh, how great is that? Yeah. Well, thank you for Fun sharing times. a bit about you. Uh, so let's talk about this idea of training and equipping preteens. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're diamonds, you know, diamonds in the rough are polished uh, and cut to become mm-hmm. gems. Preteens are leaders and missionaries in the rough. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're not quite ready to lead, but maybe they're ready to be, begin to be trained to lead. I so how would, you, okay. how would you qualify or categorize them as preteens rather than just thinking of them as children, Mm -hmm. how might we look at them differently if we see them as people that we should be pouring into? Well, you know, over the past 15 years, we've seen the emergence or the importance that has been brought to the preteen ministry. Uh, 20 years ago, preteen ministry was just starting. And so as we've seen that progressed in churches, and that's a very important ministry. And so as we've seen that, uh, what what these preteen ministers and advocates are telling us and and doing is training preteens to be leaders and to help in Bible study hours, to 
to assist on special events, uh, even as much as there's a trend to take to take preteens on mission trips, but they're the leaders and the adults are the helpers. So about, oh, eight or 10 years ago, I was asked to go on one of these mission trips. And so I began to watch, um, I, I, I was amazed to watch preteens get up and tell the Bible stories, give their testimonies, share the gospel. It was fascinating to me. So I, I, I came back to the Dallas area and really began to think through that. My, so my church, I went to my children's minister, and we talked about this. And so we took our preteens on a mission trip the next year. And so then for the next five years, I became the trainer of preteen ministry for mission trips. But what I realized in training, okay, so we, we train adults. You would never hopefully never send an adult into an adult Sunday school class, if you will, Bible study hour, community group, whatever you call it, uh, without the proper tools. And so as I watched, what, what as I began to train preteens, I realized they needed that information, but they needed more elements. Because see, up until then, up until 11 or 12, they were the ones that were sitting, listening. Yes. And so for them to make that switch, to stand up, and they're the ones in front of the, the group, the class, if you will, they've never done that before. So I think there's five areas that where we need to add training, especially for preteens. And those areas, one is communication. For one, preteens have never stood in front of a crowd and given instructions. Yes. Okay, so when I do training, what I will do is I will uh, we'll talk about, let's say we're going to play a Bible game. So I will tell them how to play the Bible game. Then I read the instructions. They play the game. And then I call on different people to come up and explain how to play the Bible game. Because how can we put uh, kids in front of uh, a group to explain something if they've never done that? Because they kind of ease them in. Right. Right. They need to be trained. We can't assume that they know how to do that. Another area is administration. So um, let's say you have you want your preteens to take a leadership role in your church, and they're at the welcome desk on Sunday mornings. Well, they need to be trained on what it means to keep records or, you know, uh, help people go through the, the um, uh, what am I trying to say, uh, to check their kids in. Yeah. Uh, they need to know the importance of allergy notifications. They have no idea what that is. Yeah. And so if we're going to ask them to step, walk beside us and be leaders, we need to give them the correct tools. Another area is leadership. So, in other words, if they are working in a vacation Bible school class uh, or a Bible study class and they're leading, so they're leading the large group time, they need skills on how to transition to a small group time. They don't know anything about transitions. We as adults, that's, that's sort of something that we have learned through the years. They don't have those skills. Speaking skills, giving their testimony, they need to have practiced that before uh, they get up in front of a group and give their testimony. They need to know what they're going to say. That needs to be a planned um, occurrence. Uh, And in that, we need to coach them. Okay, so they, we, we give them a form and they write out their 
um, testimony, mm. or I have them draw their testimony. I think that's easier. Uh, so then they've, um, they need to practice, okay? They need to practice with a coach. They need to practice with a teacher. They need to practice with another adult. Uh, telling the Bible story. It's, they've been sitting for years listening to the Bible story. So they need tools and instruction on how to effectively tell a Bible story. Uh, you know, we will start talking softly. They need to know that they need to talk loud and proud. Mm. And so speaking skills uh, and guiding children in behavior. So for the first time, maybe, they realize how important it is to sit and be quiet and listen to the mm. uh, to their leader tell the Bible story. And until you've been in the front of the room leading, right. you don't know how disruptive That's that can right. be. That's right. Yeah. You have no idea. And so I, but I think, so guiding children, what does that mean? Okay, that's going to mean whatever venue then or whatever event that is. And so adults need to help, help these preteens work with, know how to have the skills to work with children that, that they're going to be uh, leading. So at the end of the day, if you're going to use preteens to be leaders and teachers and share the gospel, they need the tools and they need simple tools, so we need to sit back and look at our at what we're asking them to do, and say, do they really have all the tools? Hmm. So that's what we will be talking about in my breakout. So there's equipping that's involved in yes. that, and it really sounds like there's a, a personal type investment. This is yes. kind of a mentoring, yes, right, to come alongside yes. and say, I'll walk with you. Yes. Uh, to, to train them up make before no we turn them loose. That's right. right? Make no to assumptions. Beside them. That's right. And yes. make no assumptions that they know everything because they don't. So as we talk about uh, training these young people up to lead, mm -hmm. what age kids might you allow them to teach? That's a very interesting question, and um, there's a lot of factors that go into yeah. that that I, I'm even learning about even as we speak that I went to a session today in Etch. And so it's made me, I'm rethinking that. But so what I'm going to say now for, now, for now, for now, for now, I think it's great if they walk beside and they're with adults to teach. So preteens would be what? Fifth and sixth graders, mm -hmm. fourth, fifth and sixth graders. It, de it, it depends on where you are. So I would say elementary, younger elementary. Uh, older preschool mm. I wouldn't I, I think that's a great uh, so that I'm talking between the ages of four and second third grade and so I would imagine that different kids mm -hmm. have different a different aptitude mm -hmm. for this sort of a thing mm -hmm. is there a way that you can kind of identify which kids are ready for this sort of investment because it may not be the same for everyone I would imagine no uh, I think that if I were, I'm a seminary professor, so I'm not on a church staff. Yeah. If I were on a church staff, if I was a preschool, a preteen minister, I would, uh, I would watch for leadership skills within their peers. Um, but not that's not just everything. I would, I would watch to see who the kids uh, are the ones that show compassion. Who are the ones that are listening to others? So it may not be the leader that's at the front of the class. It could be the person that's sitting down listening. And um, I would... I, so there's an you know, attentiveness that they might yeah, exhibit. Yeah, 
Yeah. And, and you said compassion. Give them opportunities. Mm. Who takes the opportunity? Mm. We have this opportunity to uh, to have some leadership training. Uh, have an opportunity if you want to work with younger elementary you will go through this leadership training yeah. so who who shines and then who steps up yeah they may not be the same and then would you uh, would you invite a group of kids to a training session absolutely. and see who comes okay absolutely yeah and, and handle that in a group absolutely and so and you would talk over some of these things about mm-hmm. communication administration mm-hmm. and leadership mm-hmm. and those sorts of things in that mm-hmm. session mm-hmm. and then would you look to um, begin more of a long-term uh, yes. mentoring type of a relationship or would you look for a short-term commitment to actually lead in an no, event? Where, where do you begin there? I think it's both. Okay. Um, we see now in churches that there are uh, ministries that preteens are involved in on a long-term basis. We see that in the Fort Worth area, we have, um, there's a, it's, it's spreading throughout the South, but it's called Leaders in Training. And so that's, um, that's a program led by Clint May. And that is a, an intentional training of discipleship that you can adopt this program into your church. And it's a two-year training with mm-hmm. preteens. Mm-hmm. And so from there, and, and, and there's many other, so there's many other opportunities, but it could be like that, a discipling program. That, that that's a two-year program it could be a one-year program it could be an event it could be training because we want to use preteens on Sunday morning yeah. in the preschool the the field is wide open yeah okay so give us a few last words so if I'm that leader in that mm-hmm. small medium large mm-hmm. church mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, I've now heard this episode and mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe I need to mm-hmm. look at my preteens again and see if mm-hmm. there's some uh, that I might develop for for some leadership skills, is there would um, with what degree of urgency or, or or to what level would you compel people to 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 look to do that? I would compel all preteen ministers to do that mm. because I believe that when a child, a preteen, a teenager, an adult, when we have ownership in the church, then we're more likely to to stay in the church and keep our relationship close to God the Father throughout our life. If you don't have buy-in in the church, then why do you stay? Yeah. And that's a whole other conversation. whole other question. But as we are all concerned, as we hear statistics about mm-hmm. the rate at which young people mm-hmm. leave the church mm-hmm. after they're able to make their own decision whether they will come or not, so many leave and don't return. And I know we all who have, all of us who have taught know you learn so much more when you teach than when you sit and listen. Yeah, and Richard Ross, who is the creator of True Love Waits, and he's, he's a, a, in student ministry. His name is Big. Says that if if teens and children don't have buy-in in the church at whatever level they are, so. Preteens could be can begin to take on leadership roles. Mm. That buy-in is what keeps them in the church. Mm. So mm. I really believe that this is a way that preteens can buy into the church body and to the believers, the community of believers. And that's a good word. I um, have been thinking quite a lot lately about the need for kids, mm-hmm. preschool kids, and student mm-hmm. ministry leaders, mm-hmm. to find someone that they can mentor. 
to look for the next generation that they can come alongside and train them up and challenge them and call them to ministry so that we are creating our own replacements, right. you know, as, as right. we all age we and move along. Working ourselves. We should be always trying to work ourselves out of a job. Yes. Always. And so what a great call to look uh, as young as preteen for that potential to see uh, how God may have gifted them and, uh, and that you may be able to play a part in preparing them for ministry. Karen, Dr. Karen Kenner, thank you so very much you. for your time. Thank you for being here at the Etch Conference. And thank you for taking time to sit with us on the podcast and to thank talk you. about this really important subject. Listeners, we thank you as always for listening. Uh, we hope that the content that we share will inform, instruct, and inspire you in your ministry. And we trust that today's episode will do just that. Thank you again for listening to the Kids Ministry 101 podcast.